Jamison Burko, thanks for being here. Always a pleasure. And Happy I'm Friday always the 13th. there. Happy Friday the 13th. <laughs> Happy Friday the 13th to you. Let's try not to like switch bodies because I don't know where all your stuff is. That's right. It'll be really weird and it'll be a very weird day. Um, <laughs> Would people even notice? <laughs> uh, you wrote a story uh, for yeah. the Weekly Chronicle. Um, mm -hmm. It's called The Quiet King of Cannabis. Do I have that right? I love alliteration way too Good. much. Off the, Especially many when editors are, have said. <laughs> alliteration with three different letters is a rare thing. <laughs> Yeah, True. Yes, it's like, yeah, thank, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's hard to even come up with that. Um, the story is about um, what is now Pearson Farms, um, essentially, and the path to get them to where they are today was one that um, I think is maybe even emblematic or hyper emblematic of, of the past five years. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, quite so. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny, actually, like I wanted to talk to like Village Farms, of course, is the parent company of right. Sun Farms, uh, now the full owner, right. which is the only reason I was actually able to talk to Mike, the CEO and founder, uh, who's this, I, I mean, I didn't know a lot about Mike before we spoke. I, I know that the company's PR wanted to set up a call just because like they just completed this takeover. Most people involved in cannabis know it was a pretty, you know, public spat between their former JV partner, uh, Emerald Health uh, Pharmaceuticals and, uh, or Therapeutics, sorry. Yeah. Therapeutics, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. They have, everybody has all the fancy ways of making them sound all, you know, clean roomy. But uh, in, in any event, uh, so we did talk about that with a lot of interesting conversations, but, you know, I didn't know all this stuff about like him personally. Like he, he used to command a whole squad of fighter jets on an aircraft carrier in the US Navy. That that isn't really that's, like that's the background some you come stuff. across, yeah. And and like I don't, you know, almost to the point where like <laughs> you you wonder how he ended up being like a, a greenhouse tomato farmer, but you know, he he makes it seem very seamless. <laughs> yeah, well, and, uh, and I mean, he talks about them being tomato guys or tomato boys, um, yeah. Which which was pre cannabis. Then yeah. the, the move to say we know greenhouses, we know growing. Let's convert a greenhouse to Canada. And nobody listened to them. I mean, right. that was the astounding thing too. Like it's, including it's, Health Canada, when when they went to Health Canada, this was like during the uh, ACMPR days, when uh, I think like sort of mid 2016 say, uh, he was saying he went to Health Canada and he was like, we'll put up a wall, um, which I guess in hindsight, I could have made an awesome Cantrust joke, but uh, it just occurred to me now, damn it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, he was like, we'll put up a wall and you know, in, in one of our tomato greenhouses, they're like, no, no, you gotta have like a purpose-built facility. And one thing he pointed out to me that I did not know is more than two thirds of the produce grown in greenhouses in Canada is already exported. So we already have too many greenhouses in Canada. Yes. We, already, we already had too many greenhouses in Canada five years ago. So then everybody built this stuff that like, the way he talked about Aurora's stuff is funny. It's like what NASA would build to go to Mars apparently is how well, it's all, it. it's all automated and it's, you know, it's, it's crazy high tech and that's awesome. You know, I'm a big fan of all tech, you know, generally, but, and you know, investments <laughs> definitely created jobs at least temporarily, I guess. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, he's not wrong to point out like there was a reason there weren't greenhouses in Alberta before right and like and the fact that he was like freezed out by the whole process and you know what's so funny about all this jay is i had one specific thing i wanted to talk to him about it wasn't even really to do with like the the what turned out to be a fairly messy divorce from their jv partner uh or the interesting backstory of how they were effectively blackballed or a really let's say blue conversation that he had with bruce linton 
uh, all of that stuff I wasn't even in, like thinking I wanted to hear about, but, but like blew my mind when I was just like sitting there, well, I guess sitting here, uh, <laughs> but listening to it uh, was I wanted to ask him about Mexico because his company actually has like millions of square feet of greenhouse space in Mexico. And as we know, Mexico is like very close to having a, a legal adult use market. And that would be, you know, multiples the size of Canada. That's a multiples the size of any U.S. individual market. So really big deal. He doesn't seem all that interested. He's, yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's it, more it, interested. does come across in Texas. As a, what's that? He's more interested in Texas than he is in Mexico. Yeah, well, because he's got facilities in Texas and outdoor space as well. And um, yeah. it, it is interesting um, because I think that path that was like, <clears throat> we know greenhouses. There may be partners to JV with. You know, they, they, it looks like they and, and Canopy were kicking the tires and Emerald was not interested. Then Emerald was interested. And it was like this, this frenetic thing that was happening at the moment in time, which is emblematic of what happened overall. And mm -hmm. I think there's obviously Friends. some, there's some, um, I mean, it probably feels vindicated in many ways that, that there was oversupply of certainly greenhouse grown cannabis. Um, mm -hmm. But what his sort of vision was, if you know what you're doing, you could grow it very, effectively and efficiently indoors in a greenhouse or not indoors but and in a greenhouse quasi indoors yeah make money yeah make right? a ton of money yeah he has never had to spend more than a dollar to grow a gram of cannabis that was like the holy grail metric like when i was at the globe and we would cover all these um you know quarterly earnings reports for all these all these pub codes that were popping up every five seconds that was like on every conference call and every mdna it was always like you know we're, we're aiming to get to a dollar a gram and he's sitting there quietly chuckling to himself the whole time, being like, I have never spent more than a dollar a gram. And right. look at me, you right. know, and investors quietly rewarded him too. But all of this happened like underneath the like fireworks and spectacle of what's happened in the sector over the last few. That's what, that was the chief thing that I took away from our conversation yeah. that I found so fascinating was like, he just kind of sat there. Y'all are stupid. Well, I, I will say <laughs> yeah. we, we always want to uh, end this by saying you can read the whole story. Uh, if you subscribe to the Weekly Chronicle, you can find it on businessofcannabis.ca. And if you get our newsletter, you get it um, delivered to your inbox uh, as well. Um, and I, I, I'm not trying to be hyper promotional, but it, it, it is likely worth no, the $99. Be well, it's probably my, worth the $99. My daughter has expensive taste. <laughs> it, it's probably worth the $99 subscription just to get the story about uh, Mike speaking to Bruce Linton at a hockey game. Oh yeah, no, you guys have to read this. I was I was honestly this close to telling Jay about it just now, but I honestly felt uncomfortable and still do <laughs> repeating those words out loud and I'm not going to do it and it was it was weird transcribing them, it was weird editing them. It's going to be super fun for you guys to read, but pay us money please <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's the good teaser um jameson as always thank you for uh your good work and um thank you yours. my liege my patron <laughs> <laughs> well uh we have subscribers they're the patrons but uh we we write on their behalf and push it out on their behalf um thank you again have a safe uh friday the 13th but also stay safe stay distant wear your fucking mask man dude um Yes. Not you. I, I didn't mean you in particular. Okay. I meant I you like, as a whole. I was like, I'm in my basement. I know. So am I. <laughs> it's like the one place I'm allowed to be maskless. <laughs> All right, Jameson, thanks so much. Have a good weekend. You too, buddy.